created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown, that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free. Hello, everybody. And um, I will say, I'll go ahead and say Happy Independence Day to everyone. But like I have said before previously, um, you're celebrating liberty and freedom right now in a country that's ran by a tyrannical government. So it's like, what are we really celebrating that for? If we don't have people standing up for our rights and freedoms and our liberties. So... On that note, I am very curious about what everyone's been up to today for the 4th. Myself, I have redone the website. It looks a lot better. Still have a few things I need to do. I'm going to put it in here so y'all can take a look at the website again. Um, add some new features and everything like that. And I watch, I got to finish watching the, um, the Sons of Liberty. There's a, a three episodes, like an hour and a half long each. Uh, of, of a series called Son of Liberties. It's pretty interesting. It's really cool to like learn about it first and then watch it. So you're like, um, I'm not for sure that actually happened that way because, you know, it's entertainment in a sense. But it's really good. It's really interesting to watch how um, that show went. And now and someone suggested for me to watch this John Adams series. So that's, that's, what, that's how I'm going to celebrate um, Fourth of July is, is watch these kind of things to get motivated and like us all get motivated as patriots on actually doing something. Uh, for this country, you know, you know, a lot of times, you know, people are like, well, I can't do this or I had to get this shot or I had to wear a mask because I had to get this. These these kind of, those people then would not were not doing that. Uh, they would not buy from the Tories, a.k.a. the loyalists to the crown. They would not purchase that stuff. They wouldn't be buying from Amazon. They wouldn't be doing any of those things. But I will say something that's particularly different from then and now. Where them back then, they had John Hancock and Benjamin Franklin and people like that who had money to fund them to have the arms they had or the fund and find the men to help fight. Um, and not everyone who's a forefather was necessarily right on board um, off the rip on uh, us becoming independent country and having our independence that we have uh, today from the crown. But here we don't have independence. That's why I said we, I'm pushing so hard for us to abolish the party system because that's the new crown here in America. It's either uh, Democrat, Republican ruling over us, and, in, and it's in every level of government and every branch. So when it's, I really wanted to, you know, people like, oh, you're going to have a show on the 4th? I think it's the best day to have this conversation, because what are we really celebrating liberties and freedoms for? 
if we're not even standing up for them. Hell, you you may have rules that don't even make sense when it comes to your fireworks, and and you actually haven't found your family at the park because of all these rules. So that's not really necessarily you know celebrating freedoms and liberties if they're telling you how to do it. Um, but hey, John, how's it going? What did you do today? Somebody said they can't hear anything. I'm not really for sure why no one can hear anything. What the frick? I don't know why y'all can't hear anything. I'm going to add private. So you couldn't hear anything, John? You let me say all that? You let me say all that and you couldn't hear me? (laughs) I can hear you perfectly. Okay. I'm not for sure what. Boss mode like usual. Okay, good. I'm happy I didn't say all that for nothing. I'm like, man, I've been talking for five minutes and nobody can hear me. Interesting. <laughs> and I didn't see anything in the oh. chat until... Sorry. No, go ahead. I'm working today. Uh, I just heard about that false flag. Uh, I don't know if you heard about that in Highland Park. Uh, yeah, I, I just started... Well, as far as I know, uh, I saw... Someone sent me a message of, of a post that was, there's 14 witnesses that witnessed multiple shooters on top of the roof. None of them had tattoos. And they look, the, the dude looks like Snake Plissken. If you ever played the game, uh, uh, or is it, uh, where you knock on the door, is it, huh? What was that noise? And you put a box over your head. I don't know if you ever played that before, but Mm-mm. apparently it looks like Snake Plissken. It's a video game from the 90s, early 2000 on the Sony PlayStation. I played it when I was growing up, but anyways. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yes, and uh, yeah, multiple shooters. It's it's a complete false flag, and situational awareness is just key. And I guess they're expecting no one to look at the rooftop while they were shooting at the parade, because everyone's supposed to look at the parade. Just look at their surroundings wherever you go and always carry, you know? But what's uh, what's the whole agenda today? No, we're just talking. It's a holiday, open form, but more so discussing what's been going on in our country and how we are still, you know, celebrating this day as if we actually have freedoms. You have people in office making posts online talking about fuck Independence Day and, and things like that. And it's just like, you know, because of abortion rights, there's no, there's no, there's nothing in the Constitution that says you have the right to kill somebody. And it's just and crazy to me um, how. It's, it's people don't understand the government. People don't understand how this works. They've indoctrinated people. We've been conditioned that we have all this freedom and stuff that we don't have. So like I was like really excited, you know, when I was young to experience freedom. I grew up in a very sheltered household where I didn't have any freedom really to do much of anything, honestly. And then to become an adult to just see and feel like watching them just tell you what you can and can't do. I'm like, I thought I just left my parents' household, you know, to to be able to experience this real freedoms and liberties. You think about you want to start uh, being an entrepreneur and start a business, and then you like have all these things. Like, oh, well, now the cost of things is so expensive, or they have all these regulations, or you need to have a license to do this and that, and then then they want you had to pay to have a fee, pay a fee to have a business. And it's just like, that is not, that's, that's not what I read about. Well, no, what is that? That's not what we, the country has fought for, for all this government. And, you know, I actually have a question for you guys that are listening. And I see that, I saw that Philip 
Hey, uh, John, I'm, I, you might have to check your thing, I guess, because I, I guess other people can hear it. Um, but I, I want Philip to come up here, too, and talk about this because, you know, he is an independent running for president of the United States. It's just like, I have a question. Someone brought this up to me the other day, and I haven't looked into it, really thought too much into it. My whole thing I said is abolish the party system. And then there's people who are thinking that, and they didn't say anarchy. They just said that you should abolish the government in general. And so I was thinking about, I was going to type back a response and like, well, how is that going to work? Well, that's the same thing people say to me when I say I want to abolish, abolish the party system. They're like, well, how are you going to do that? How is that going to work? So now I, really, I caught myself thinking that, like, well, how are we going to abolish the government? So I'm just like, that's another question. I'm curious what y'all, y'all's thoughts are on that. I talked to him, and I think hopefully this coming Saturday that uh, we can have a, a Twitter space discussion with him on where he's going with that. But I'm just trying to think, like, you know, historically, like, we've always had some kind of form of government in here. And in each, and every time the government doesn't limit itself, it over it, it gets big. Our government's huge. I'm, not, I'm sort of thinking about, you know, those patriots that fought back in the day and, you know, like, oh, well, you know, it, it was smaller then, you know, it wasn't as many people. But now you have all these people here. But then it seemed big to them, though, then. So do we just keep looking and feeling small and do nothing? Or what do we do? Because it just seems like every government system that we've had hasn't worked. Uh, the Republic, if it worked, the people operated the way it said, I believe it could have worked. But and at this time, is it, it should we be really even looking at it, having a government anymore at all? If, 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 if all governments have mainly been out to attack and take from the people, then what are we needing the government for? And we can't even trust people to go in and do the right thing. Well, like my favorite, you know, uh, founding father said, uh, tree of liberty must be watered with the blood of tyrants and patriots from time to time. Uh, Thomas Jefferson said that for a reason because corruption builds up. You know, a lot of founders were running from England because they were the most populated country and most powerful country in the world. They were just like New York City back then, overpopulated, and they were running from that. And persecution, of course. There's no place to run if this government gets any worse. And we're going to have to stand our ground, I think, and, and just reform it. You know, you're going to have to reform a lot of it, like the CIA and all these alphabet agencies need to go. The only yeah. one you, know, you can like uh, what Ron Paul was speaking a lot. I I remember his speech, his uh, speech that he was gonna do. He was gonna pretty much his view on thing is to abolish most of these alphabet agencies and then condense a few of them, like the Department of Energy for the nuclear stuff. And you just condense these uh, agencies and only go on what's essential. Like when they were on a government shutdown, I don't know if you remember this a uh, couple years ago, they were only running essential departments. And pretty much everyone was not working, not getting paid. Let's just go with what's essential. We just need what's essential and back off on the EPA bullcrap and the war on drugs needs to end. And we can make this federal government work, but we have to really limit its power and possibly, and I'm not saying this is guaranteed, I'm hoping for a peaceful resolution such as everyone else. But if we're forced to do it, I mean, that's really the only other option I can see that we can limit this government. And it's it's unfortunate that they're forcing it on us because nobody wants that. And I mean nobody. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, 
I, I believe our, our um, the founding fathers want a peaceful resolution too. But when it come down to their hunting down people who wouldn't comply, because they, they, there was a big thing about them complying, they realized it's like, we don't have a choice. They're taking your land. They're taking people's land away that they had. They were taking their money. They were taking their things. They were, um, and you know, it's crazy how, you know, that people only think about whips and lynchings and things like that only happening to black people when they, this stuff, they were doing that stuff before. It didn't just pop up during slavery. And then they were treating people like that in the town square and then people were afraid and scared to do anything or stand against the crowd. But you had some people who were brave enough to do it. And it comes down to this kind of person. Like I, my favorite founding father right now is actually Samuel Adams. And then the summer, the sons of Liberty and how they operate in a sense. Now, you know, they, they, they get um, crap because of how they operate, but they don't really talk. They do say the things that the Brits did, but like, they don't really like, they act like, Oh, well, these, these poor Brits that they, they, they were far, you know, tar and feathering and they shouldn't have messed with the governor's mansion and things like that. This, it's like, you just, people just want you to sit there and turn the other cheek all the time. The government's been stealing from us. If you die, they're going to tax you to death. And if your family can't afford those taxes, they decide to take that stuff from you. Now, here's the conversation that people talk about all the time. And I want to bring up reparations, too, on this discussion. Because, you know, that the reparation conversation has been wrapped around, I guess, the black community and the black people talking about they need reparations because of things that happened to their ancestors. But do you really truly want reparations? That's something that the Americans across this country all are owed some kind of reparations because how the government has stolen from us. They literally have worked with corporations and businesses, got you to have to sign a W-9 or you can have a job in order to feed your family. And so the government has a documentation of how much money you have so they can take how much they want out of your paycheck. We're not consenting for you to take 40 or 30 some percent of my paycheck or, or all these amounts of money in order for you guys to have money to just send over to Ukraine. I don't know those people. And it calls the, a regular person, let's think about it in Dallas area. Right now, if you want a studio apartment, on average, it's about, it's so hard to find something less than a grand. And it's not some brand new nice building. These buildings are 20, 40 years old. And they don't even have a washer and dryer in there. And they're not even furnishing it. So what's all, why do I got to pay you all this money to stay here? And then I'm working. And my paycheck's $3,000. So it's hard a lot of times to have that neutral family because how are they going to pay the bills by themselves? So it's, it's, it's gotten so expensive to where that foundation messes up and then you're, the government's raising your kids at schools and daycares and all these things. And then the parents are busy or tired or giving their kids a tablet to watch the more indoctrination stuff. It, it's just, and it just comes down to like, guys, what, what are we doing we sit there and think it's okay? The, the, the police officers can walk in any building with a gun on their hip, but you can't? And then no one can see what's going on here. And we think, oh, one side is not better than the other, or the other side is worse than the other one. If we, if we don't pick this lesser evil person, then we're going to be stuck with a super evil person. And if, as, if you're paying attention right now, I'm not seeing too much of a difference, especially when I see them voting for stuff, both sides, they're unconstitutional. There's neither one of these parties actually stand for their constitution. And then you have the other little parties, you know, they're not, I don't see them being constitutionalists at, at all. 
Because I see things like, oh, it's okay to have people just run across your border and then mess with our economy. Or I see things like, oh, it's okay if a kid wants, it's a, it's a kid's freedom to change their bodies and get surgeries. Uh-uh. That's not, that's not how this works. So it's just interesting to me that people really have this utopia or, or some kind of a fake perspective of liberty and freedom that we're celebrating today. While we went to some, if not me, but you went to Walmart and bought your, your ribs or your hot dogs or your burgers from a, that's a, a company that hates you. That doesn't want you, doesn't want you, don't want you to have your freedoms and liberties. And they've shut down a whole bunch of businesses with their illegal monopoly operations that the government has allowed. And then people will say, well, that's a capitalism issue. That's capitalism for you. That's not capitalism. Capitalism isn't ran by the government. That's socialism. We got crony capitalism, and uh, that's why we destroyed the families back in the 80s, and that's why I'm always talking about community building, and that's really the only peaceful way I can see out of this. If we can take over the local sheriffs, the local communities, the school boards, and we're, we're all talking at the gatherings, and we all have one person we put on the ballot instead of having four different people on the primary for the Republican side. The guy with the media always wins. If we're only running one candidate, we all agree on it. We're going to win every freaking time. And this is this is why we got to start with, you know, campfires, you know, roast some marshmallows in the back, maybe a hot dog or something. And it just starts with building the relationship. And, you know, I know I always talk about it because I see it's really the only peaceful way because we're not going to have a top-down approach. They're not going to let us win the presidency. And if for some reason we do, that guy that's independent, he's dead. I'm sorry. He's, he's going to be dead or he's going to be bought up because – if you're not sold out to the new world order, liberal world order, whatever they call it these days, from what I understand, the whole reason they're all pedophiles is because that's how they keep them in line. If you're a pedophile and you've been doing things on camera with kids, they have you they have you basically with a, with a shock collar, and it gets really nasty. And it's, it's building the relationships with your, uh, you know, neighbors. But I'll... Uh, Step out if you want to have John or our flamethrower come in here. Cool, I'll get them on. And you know, real quick before you hop off, I'm not. I'm gonna say this, guys. I feel very strongly on this. I don't feel we have a choice. We don't have a choice to be quiet. Either we're gonna do something about it right now. We're gonna actually stand and do something right now with this, or we're not. But we don't have the choice. They have given us no choice. And literally, if you want to just even use the if you want to even use the last election, the last a presidential election, they told you, screw your choice. You have Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, screw your freedom. So let me get John over here real quick, because I have some more to say on that Arnold Schwarzenegger piece of that. Here's not John. Just one, John. Just one second. John Arnold Schwarzenegger said, screw your freedoms. Joe Biden said your freedoms are absolute. These people said, screw your freedoms. There's nothing else to say from that. And then my question is, Arnold Schwarzenegger, how's your daddy a whole Nazi? And then you're over here somehow become a famous actor and you can barely speak. I hear, rush, 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 I'll be back. Are you kidding me? You become a famous actor and you can barely speak English and then you somehow made it a governor of California and you don't think, no one thinks that's fishy or weird that some Nazi son we got into a government here and then turned around and tell everyone to screw their freedom. And then is this okay? Because they like the Arnold Schwarzenegger guy who can barely speak English. I don't know, man. What's up, John? 
Hey, Donnie. Great as always. Hey, sorry, I had trouble uh, when I first dialed in. I didn't, I didn't hear anything. It was just dead. So I had to drop off, and then I signed in a couple of times. The second time was the charm, I guess. But uh, I don't know Did why. You check, do you have an update or anything on Colin? Uh, no. Okay, because sometimes that, no, I mean, that I happens. Did, I, you, know, it, you know, I got the alert, and I clicked on it. And that's when I got on, but you know, I was just dead. I didn't hear anything or nothing. You know, there's no noise or, and then I tried re-signing in. And then I, the second time is when I got through. So I, I don't know. It, it maybe it was just some, I, some weird no, glitch or something, but probably cause I was having issues with my T-Mobile service earlier today where I couldn't make any phone calls or nothing. Couldn't get yeah. any internet. And I turned my phone off and back on and it finally started working again. Yeah. But, I, you know, I wanted to comment on, on you know, wh- where we're going. Like, you know, like what Arnold Schwarzenegger said and what Joe Biden says and all that. The thing the thing that that um, uh, is startling to me is like, you know, the the, the uh, you know, that uh, deal that Klaus Schwab does and all these people. And, I mean, they're getting to the point where they're just right in our face. I mean, they yeah. are right in our face. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger said what he did. Biden has said what he did. And, you know, these big conferences that are going on all over the world with Klaus Schwab and all these people. I mean, they're telling us what they're going to do. You know, by 2030, you know, we're not going to own anything and we're going to be happy. Right. That's the mm-hmm. quote. And, and I mean, they are right in our face. And, you know, and that just really is what drives me up a wall. I mean, I'm not taking that. But... Um, and that's why I kind of went off the other night, too, because, I mean, we, we do. We don't have a choice. I mean, it's not I mean, we're going to have to fight. We're going to have to fight for everything. And uh, and, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit. I wanted to make a comment, too, on the reparations thing, because that is always used as a divider. Right. And I, I think right. I sent you that that article one time. And, <clears throat> you know, the thing is, people think it's always that, you know, the whites own the, you know, the, the blacks. And, you know, that that's the way it was. That wasn't the way it was at all. In fact, there was an article in, in The Root where it talked about how black people also owned slaves. And, you know, depending on the state at the time of the Civil War, I think Georgia was the best. Like 23% of the slave owners were black. And then South Carolina was the worst. I think, again, it was like 42 or 43% of the slave owners were black. So, and, and many of the slaves were white, too. So I mean, it's not it's not a, a blacks only issue at all. I mean, I mean it's a class issue. Slaves, blacks were slaves, yeah, and 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 that's the thing that that is never discussed. I mean, everybody thinks it was just one race, and that's not it. That's not it at all. That's not even close. Uh, and so, but it's amazing how that's never brought up. And, and you know that article that I'm talking about, and I sent you that it was a while back, but that oh, I, I, was the I, root. I, that, that yeah, I saw wrote it. that article, you know, and so, uh, yeah. and I've seen others as well. And, and, uh, but th- th- that's, those are the facts. And, but yet they keep saying, you know, they, they, you know, they say it's, you know, I mean, they're, they're just, you know, they're just using it to attack the whites and, and the, and the information is all wrong on that. And so, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to chime in on that real quick. I, you know, and I didn't want to take up too much time because I want, Robert to be able to throw his flames and things like that too. But but yeah, I think the thing that's alarming to me is how these people are getting right in our face. I mean, they're telling us exactly what they're going to do and what's going to happen in 2024 and what, 
it, you know, the way it's going to be in 2030, and that's the way the world's going to be. You know, we're none, none of us are going to have any say. None of us are going to own anything, and you're going to be happy. And I thought, boy, I mean, boy, that 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 just really made my blood boil when I saw Klaus Schwab <laughs> say that. And yeah. uh, that that to me though is very alarming that they're saying that, and people just aren't just pissed as hell because uh, they have really. I mean, they're really cocky. They're just, you know, they're just, like I said, you know, I sound like a broken record, but they're just right in our face and telling us exactly what their plans are. And they don't care. They don't care. They're just, they're just telling us the way it's going to be. And boy, I, I just, I just really have a problem with that. That really shows how stupid they think that we are. And that's oh, yeah, like, that's when you, right. like, you know, like I, you brought the reparation thing. It was used to divide us. But this yes. is what we can do. You can use it to unite everyone. We are all owed a reparation from the government. The government has stolen from every last one of us. And so yep. we can just throw that shit back in their face and be like, well, all of us need reparations because us living today, right now, are owed these reparations because of what y'all have done to us as this, in this country. Stealing from us, having us working for fake money, monopoly money. This is slavery. We're wor- Start paying us in gold then. Well, no, you, we're working for monopoly money. And you, you saw what happened today. You know, there's a shooting in Illinois, right? Somebody from a rooftop. And right away, I mean, I knew, we all knew this was going to happen. So they yeah. have the senator, they have the governor on, and they said, yeah, you know, we passed something, but it's just not enough. We got to redo it again. We got we to gotta reach further. I mean, you know that's going to happen. You give them one small win, and they're going to keep grabbing and grabbing and grabbing. Now that they know they can get one law passed through, they're going to keep going for it. And they're going to be, I mean, who knows? They're going to probably try to get back in session and, and come up with something else. And, and uh, they're going to use every shooting that happens as an excuse to further uh, take away our gun rights. And uh, you're seeing it today, and you're going to continue to see it with every little incident that happens. I mean, and I'm, I don't mean to say a little. I mean, it's, it's a tragedy whenever it happens. But, you know, they're using it. And I'm sure when you dig under the covers... This is probably going to be another person that was maybe, uh, you know, on drugs, psychotropic drugs, or, um, you know, was on somebody's watch list, like all the other ones were. So it's going to be interesting to see, but yet they're still going to blame it on the guns. So that, that too was, was alarming today. And, and I, uh, you know, you, you just see what's going to, what's coming. I mean, it's, it's going to be another battle and they're going to try to grab more and more and more and more. And, and, uh, they're going to use every incident to do it. And the thing is, it's not the guns. You know, it's just not the guns. It's other issues. You know, it's going to be interesting because they, they have a suspect now. They gave a name out. And uh, it's going to be interesting what we find out about. I, I bet they meet the same profile. You watch. You bet. I appreciate you for coming up here. Um, Robert, I'm ready for you to come up here and drop your flames in a second. But I think... This is the exact speech I want to play for y'all real quick that came from the Sons of Liberty. And I know there's some copyright things, but we're just commentating on this. We have the right to to, to discuss things, and it's only a few minutes. So I'm going to play this real quick, a speech that it's not obviously him because it's fictional. But it's kind of a sense I was like, dang, you know, something to think about. So uh, thank you, John, for coming up and dropping your gems as always. You bet. All right, Robert, one second. I hope y'all can hear this. Hold on. I do not hear anything. Let me see why I can't hear anything. Shh. 
I know what most of you think of me. That I'm a thug, a smuggler, rebel. And I started all of this, asked for it. A drunk who never did anything with his life and has caused all this trouble for everybody. Well, I'm here today to tell you that you're right. I am. I am all of those things and more. But in the eyes of the crown, I'm nothing. Because of copyright stuff, I'm going to jump in and say this too. I think about what he just said. He says he lists all these things about himself that he is. And then, but he says in the eyes of the crown, I'm nothing. Just like our government now, we are nothing. Hold on, I'll play the rest. In the eyes of the crown, you are nothing. You're just colonists. Who do you want to be? I mean, the answer actually isn't even important. It's the idea that we even have the right to ask the question, who do we want to be? We don't need a birthright. We don't need a family crest. And we certainly don't need the king's damn permission. What we need is a fair and equal chance. The freedom to live our lives the way that we see fit. And the confidence that that freedom cannot be taken away from us. That, that is our God-given right. And I, for one, am willing to fight for it. To die for it. Independence. Gentlemen. Independence. All right. Hold on. Let me pause this before I play a commercial. All right. So there's that. I wanted to play that because it's motivating in a sense. Like this is them trying to, before they write up the Declaration of Independence, that's before they're trying to find a solution to a problem. They were talking about, well, what can we do peacefully? What can we do this? What can we do that? And they said, well, if we do this, we'll do this. A lot of people are rich. They want to, you know, they have laws they made. These laws aren't for us. We don't, they don't care about us. So I, I just, I thought that was amazing I, that, you know, I, I know it's fictional, but it's motivating. And that was uh, Samuel Adams' speech before to convince the Congress at that time that we needed to declare, um, they need a new nation, that the solution for them at that time was a new nation away from the, the crown. So, hey, Robert, how's it going? Oh, it's it's going good. I'm enjoying Independence Day, a.k.a. National Traitors Day, as the British ironically call us to this day. It's, it's, I, I think it's kind of hilarious how, how the, the, how the same British people who, who begged us for help in World War One and Two to defeat the evil Hitler, you know, that they they're the same people that still call us traitors because if you because I have a lot of people I follow from Europe too and they're always joking about it and and I'm just looking at them thinking 
but you ask us for help all the time. So really, um, and <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I mean, God bless America, you know, but in all fairness, I was having a conversation earlier today when me, when, when me, when me and my friend were in downtown going to, uh, going Chick-fil-A and then watching, uh, Top Gun, you know, I was telling him how, how we, we do not have the constant with the, how we, we have law correction. We have laws on the books that violate the Constitution, and people don't care, you know, because they're and now there's a Christian preacher, Ken Hoven. He was he was falsely uh, that he was locked up at one point and apparently never charged with a crime, and he had to fight for his Sixth Amendment rights. Um, but it's just but. So many people just don't get it that this day is not about barbecues and Chinese fireworks, which it's also which is also kind of ironic. Uh, you know that we're using Chinese rockets, basically. Um, why do and, I never? And a lot, and a lot of American flags are made in China. I never, I never understood that. Why do we use Chinese rockets to celebrate American victory? I mean, cause, cause fireworks were, were invented by China. And, and when Genghis Khan, I think, I think if I have it right, that's, that's one of the weapons that Genghis Khan used when, when he was, when he was helping the Mongolians conquer China. So, and many of today's Chinese people are actually Mongolian descendant descendants rather than rather than native Chinese descendants. So, if you look back, but but either way, it just I I uh, uh, that I just think that there's a there's a lot of people still they're holding on to the idea that we're a free country, but they just don't get it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I actually made a, y'all may, I don't know why I can really hear myself that well. There you go. There's a lot of um, people who actually, you know, celebrate the holiday and things. And I'm just looking at like, yo, we, we have a, and I didn't see myself before, you know, I'm just like, okay, this is, you know, this been conditioned. Uh, mom and dad, we're going to, mom is going to be making some elbow macaroni, some macaroni, salad, potato salad, um, deviled eggs. My daddy's going to be on the grill cooking some food. My cousins and my, um, my aunts and my grandparents, we're going to go have a good time with the family, but not really truly understanding what we were actually celebrating. Um, why we're celebrating that? I understand that, you know, okay, it's just because, you know, we're no longer a part of the crown. But now it's like we have our own crown. What are we celebrating for now? It's just like, it just, we're just going through the motions. So I, I actually did a, I made a video myself and I put it out there. I'll, I'll see if it'll play on here this time. I tried to play it the other day, but it was quiet. So I deleted it. I deleted it. So I'll try to play it again real quick. Exactly what I had said. It's on Twitter. I repost it today to remind everybody. Um, but uh, hold, hold the front door. Hold up. The crown. Don't you guys find it ironic that we celebrate Independence Day, the 4th of July, 
under a tyrannical government system. The patriots of that time fought a tyrannical government system, the crown. Here in the United States today, we have a tyrannical government system. Our crown is the Democrat and Republican Party. They rule us from every level of government and every branch of government and have chipped away at our constitutional rights, freedoms, and our liberties. Do we deserve or have we earned the right to celebrate independence and freedom when we have no kahunas to stand up for those liberties and freedoms? That we sit back and let them shut us down in 2020 for years because of a virus? That we let them tax the bejeebies out of us? We let them lock up a bunch of people in this nation with unconstitutional laws? The patriots would never. Where are the patriots at? The patriots fought for our liberties. They fought for our freedoms so that we could be, get away from a tyrannical government. But here today, we are celebrating Independence Day as if we're independent, as if we're free from these party systems. But we have loyalists and people like Tories who are still here, apparently. <laughs> they operate the same. The party system is the ruling class. You are a loyalist if you cannot break from these party systems who have taken away our rights and our freedoms. Where are the Son of Liberties at? Where are the Daughters of Liberty at? Where are the people who are willing to stand up and take on a tyrannical government? No one said anything we had to do anything violently. But man, at least get off your ass and sit there and do something. How can you sit there and call yourself a patriot and celebrate Independence Day? When all you can do is say, well, I can't do anything but vote for the lesser of two evils. Hmm. That's not what patriots would have done. America wouldn't even exist today if that was a mindset of our patriots. Think about that. And happy 4th of July. And hopefully in the next coming years, we can deserve to celebrate this holiday again. God bless you. Be safe and have fun. That's really what I really wanted to say. Uh, and I had to put that out there because, like, we're, for real, though, like, this is what we're doing. Do we, uh, and I didn't say you can't celebrate. I said, do we deserve? And some people got the feelings hurt and was like, well, I've never voted for a Democrat before. I was like, you still don't get it. You still don't get it. Anywho, um, thank you, John. I, I saw your comment in this section. Uh, Thank you, Flamethrower, for dropping your flames. As always, appreciate you. Let's hop over to Chris Defer real quick because he hasn't spoken yet. Then we'll get to private. And then anyone else who wants to come up here and have a discussion, you definitely can. Um, we're at the 38-minute mark, so if you want to come up and speak, go ahead and hop up here now so I know that you want to. I saw that, Baldy, uh, you had you were up here, but you fell off for some reason. So, uh, yeah, Christopher, go ahead. How much time do I have? It's you, man. Go ahead. Yeah, like five minutes, right? You got that? You got that? Yes. yes. <laughs> we still got 20 minutes left. You're good. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, what a lot of people don't realize, maybe haven't taken into heart, is that there is someone who is assuming power of attorney over you. It might be your county district attorney. It might be the United States Patent Trade Office. It might be the attorney general. So what you need to do is put together a precision of power of attorney. You do not have power of attorney over you. And if you are saying that I have power of attorney, that you do have power of attorney over me, well, that sounds like you owe me 
for all my expenses and bills. Did you get it? Hello? Oh, you asked me a question. I didn't hear a question. Yes. Did, 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 did you get when I said that somebody is assuming power of attorney over us or you oh, yeah. or me or whoever? Yes. So right, yeah, we we discussed says, that with we we discussed that with Shaka at one time when we were saying that the, the the attorneys are coming up there as our parents, as if we're kids, to speak on our behalves. Yes, and what's happening is you're being represented, not represented. You're being represented because some words have different meanings in court and different meanings outside of court. And I know you've probably maybe heard of this before. So what does this have to do with privately owned weapons? So it's a private owned weapon. It's my weapon. It's my rifle, gun, whatnot. And if someone says that they want to come and take it, then that sounds like they have power of attorney. It also sounds like Maybe you have never owned this privately owned weapon or more, should I say, control because no one can own any molecules. You are only here to use it for a short time and then pass on. So if you did not put the iron ore in the ground to make the weapon, you don't own it. And the people who are at the top, maybe you might call them Paul Schwab, Name I call them that you're all you bawling, whatever his name is. They know these things, so they want to hurry up and give it to you in a very limited sense. Maybe with a chip that they can turn off and on at will. But since no one is a rebutting or not enough people are rebutting the assumption they have per power of attorney, to them that means it sounds like we are okay with it. And with that, I will yield because I know it's probably been already five minutes. So you, you guys have a great rest of the day. See you some other time. No, I appreciate that, Christopher. That's that's a really good point. And I just want to add something too with this. I I was I always said this, and my little brother and I talked. We say, if if. Uh, if we just governed off of the Constitution, you know, and operated as a republic, then a lot of these attorneys wouldn't have jobs because people could represent themselves. You know, the other word you're saying, instead of them doing what they're doing, we could represent ourselves. Not to pay all these fees and if the courts were making all these money off people, these court fees and things like that, your attorney fees and all this and how the system is all jacked up then they would be out of, out of business. And so would be a law enforcement. A lot of these things is like they stay in business because of crime. So they create laws to where there's crimes, even though they're not technically crimes. That's how this business keeps on rolling and, and, and keeps going the way it is. Because if someone actually committed a crime and they have to pay all this money to bail out and pay it to, um, court fees to talk to a judge and then turn around and pay an attorney, where, what, what is, where is all this? It comes down to the money. Of all this, and the fact that they, they say that you're toddlers, you can't represent yourself. You do know that 27 CFR 72.11, and you, you are aware of that, right? Can you explain what that is? I don't know numbers uh, like that. 
all all crime is commercial all common law crime is commercial and you do know that these court cases get traded on the securities market oh i did not know that that's interesting yes they get traded on the securities market and the united states i think the department of justice makes billions of dollars per day not maybe month and just common law crime hey let's pull you in and let's put a charge on you a war rent is a rent to do war with you so that's why they call it a war rent you got a warrant out like so if you mm, don't, mm-hmm. yes if you don't rebut and bring it to the attention that i know what you're saying because they speak in court tongues then they assume and presume that whoever it is is okay with it it's kind of psychopathic but these people they what they have done is a sort of master natural law and universal law and then they turn it upside down to make themselves rich make themselves have some kind of plenary power over the people but mm-hmm. you have been committing lawfare against me from day one because there was nobody in the delivery room but you cannot deliver anything because any starting anything starting with de means no delta echo for those military folks so anything starting with de means no so it can't be delivered in the delivery room but there was no lawyer anyone there to express the trust and from that day on maybe a couple of weeks after maybe four days after lawfare has been committed against the person who is holding the birth certificate and the certificate of live birth which you will never see your mother with the same last name as your father regardless if they were married or not who is in court is the birth certificate they never want the living man or woman <laughs> the way they have it set up they don't want the living man or woman so when some some judge or whatever says do you understand what they're asking is do you stand on the authority for me to give you this sentence not if you understand english Mm-hmm. But I yield I don't want to barrage the exchange. But I, I, I do thank you for the time I'll chime in some other day of time. Oh you're good. I appreciate yeah. you for coming up and sharing your gems as well. Uh let me uh go ahead and get John uh, the other John over who hasn't spoken yet and get his uh, piece in. Thank you so much. By the way, it means a lot, you guys, that you guys are on a podcast on our Independence Day talking with each other. Like, y'all are family for real. Like, this is this is dope. Okay, let me get to uh, John. Hey, John. Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going. So uh, real quick, be, be, real quick before you go, uh, I just I saw something. It, it was talking about because I think someone tagged me in this. It said it's discussing the ages of our founding fathers in 1776. Uh, yeah. James Monroe was 18, Aaron Burr 20, um, John Marshall 20, 
Alexander Hamilton, 21, uh, James Madison, 25, Benjamin Rush, 30, John Jay, 30, Thomas Jefferson, 33, and Thomas Pay was 39. And in his comment section, he said, Founding Father, you, you probably never heard of. And I, before I clicked on it, I knew who he was talking about. It was talking about the man who fought for liberty at the Bunker Hill. That was the doctor. Um, that doctor, um, I wasn't telling you guys on a podcast, but I was talking to another friend about this. But it actually, like, sewn up other people. Like, there's a black man who got shot by the, the Brits because they thought that he was still in their gunpowder. And then they've actually fought with the Patriots. Now, they have, they also got other people to fight on the other side, too, by, you know, saying, oh, well, well, you'll have freedom or whatever. But, like, people voluntarily just came and fought with these people. Like, there's all kinds of things that's not discussed that was going on there. And the other thing that's really important, too, is that a lot of these people did have money. Like some of these guys, like um, like John Hancock and Ben Franklin, they had money to help fund this stuff. Where I don't know if we, if we have any true millionaire, billionaires that would help something like this if they actually even care about liberty and freedom at all. So like what they had back then to be able to fund that to go up against the crown. But what are your thoughts for the day? Yeah, that's a lot there. Um, that's interesting. <laughs> Uh, yeah, money mm-hmm. definitely makes the makes the world go around. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I was I was here to holler at the, about this whole ideological subversion, the uh, you know, the the whole lack of patriotism during during you know one of the most important holidays in our country, you know, um, and really it goes it goes down to this. It doesn't really matter whether you believe in the whole uh, the Yuri Bezmenov uh, um, uh, interview with him and the, the theory behind the Soviets or the, the American communists or anything like that. But I mean, it, it goes back to like, they didn't even have to make up stories to create, to cast doubt on our own government and then anything like that. We did that by the own sins of our forefathers with slavery and not teaching the, the true history of slavery in schools today. You know, like when I was growing up as a kid, I didn't find out half of the things I knew until after the fact. That made yeah. that caused a lot of friction with the government. You know, the obvious spying that people know about, uh, uh, the, 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 the things that have been revealed with the war in Afghanistan over there. You know, there's been a lot of doubt cast upon it. So there's a lot of lack of patriotism going on. I see, I, I see all this stuff about these, uh, people that are advocating for secession and everything like that. And, and to me, that sounds insane. It, it really does. Because if you look at the way that the country's polarizing today, uh, you have, you know, one state's wanting to ban abortion completely and other states wanting to have it, you know, unlimited, unlimited and unrestricted up to point of birth. And the way I'm looking at this is, is if, if we, if you, if we have start having states secede from one another and these states start having their own laws and their own beliefs, people are going to start flocking to those states where they yeah. feel uncomfortable, where they feel that people share those beliefs. So over time, that the, the things are going to be, you think it's hyper-polarized now, it's going to be insane when that happens. And history has a point of showing us that nations war with one another, especially in close proximity to one, one or to each other. Uh, uh, Japan, for example, just had different factions you know, uh, uh, of Japanese throughout the, throughout that one little island, those water, those, those few islands, and they warred with each other. All of Greece used to war with each other. The entire Europe nation used to war with each other. So this idea that we can secede from, from the federal government because we don't like the federal government, uh, it's, it's not that we should secede from, from, from the government. It's that the government was built for, by us, for us. It is our responsibility. And, and I know this is not a great topic, not a, not, a, not a popular opinion, but to take it back by whatever 
means we have available. And then I'm not advocating for violence. I don't want to see violence. I, I, I don't. I think that should be the last, last, last thing. Absolutely. But I think that we're absolutely in a position right now to where these people have so much money, so much power, and they there's so much outside influence that there's nothing we can do to to get them out. Like we can vote these people out all we all we want, but there's still going to be someone else that's coming up. You know, like the party system. Obviously, people need to wake up and break away from this party system because it's corrupt completely. On both sides of the fence, it doesn't matter. These people have lost interest in the American people. They go in here as a public servant, public servants. They're, this is meant to be a community service, and they amass massive amounts of wealth and, and influence, and they dictate our lives. We get no say in any of that whatsoever. So we got to break away from the parties. Uh, I don't know what the step would be to go beyond that. But people got to realize that we need to stop fighting each other. This is this is not Democrat Republican. This is not left right. This is this this is the people and the politicians. You need to decide and, who you are. Yeah, and I want I want to point out something too. Well, if you guys think about um, how it went down back with our forefathers too, that all that stuff going on in, in, out there in those areas, they were ta- they're trying to take back Boston from the Brits. So this 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 whole thing necessarily like you know just instantly going up against the federal government and trying to get those people together. That's not necessarily um, that's not necessarily how they did it. You know, this you know they have different areas and cities where they did that. Like we have said earlier, like, you know, focusing your county and getting your sheriffs and your, your, your areas taken care of um, and taking those areas back too, um, or your states. On top of that, if you don't, if you haven't, I tell you all, all the time to make sure y'all are reading your state constitutions where they'll tell you that, oh, you can't, the constitution says you can't succeed from the nation. Where if you read some of these constitutions, the hell it does. And if, and if the government is no longer representing you the way they are, you are able to do what you need to do to, to for the people to go back to be the ones governing themselves again and not being ruled by a government. Well, back what my, my see my only problem with the federal government and why I view that there is a slight necessity for it is is and I got into an issue, a conversation with somebody on Twitter about this is is there is a need for foreign relations in trade. Um, I believe first and foremost. We should be manufacturing everything like that we possibly can here at home. We should be growing our own food. We should be manufacturing whatever we can. All of that should be here at home, and we should be trading with other countries for their goods, not not letting our businesses and all these people go off into other foreign lands and and hire you know uh, you know. And granted, other people need jobs too. That's great. But it's not that they do that out of the out of the goodwill of their own hearts. They go there to exploit those people because they can get cheaper labor. That's all that's about. You know, it's not about helping a foreign community. It ain't got jack to do with that. And then, you know, they we, there's there's not a whole lot. We they, we got oh, what's the I don't even remember what the unemployment rate is right now. Um, where where people ain't get you know people can't get jobs and stuff. You got employers that that rinse and re- recycle employees like like they're like they're today's newspaper. You know. Uh, they bring you in on these uh, right to work laws, or, or they call them uh, uh, what do they call them, right to hire, or something like that. Uh, 
and basically they can fire you for whatever they want. You know, you know they have to they they have to give you some reason. They can't say you know they don't like the color of your shirt or whatever like that. But essentially, yeah, they can make up some bullshit reason and get rid of you. You know, without any moment or you know without a moment's notice. Um, it doesn't make a fuck if you've been there five weeks or ten years. This are this is the way the employers treat, or generally treat their employees. And this all comes down to the system that we've got going on and the people and the laws that they put into place. Uh, and, and, you know, we've grown complacent and, and allowed them to do this and get in bed with these people and just look, you know, turn the other cheek and, and allowed them to lie to us time and time again, regardless of the promises that they break. You know, every time a new president comes into office, they're going to change this or get out of that or stop doing this and turn around and it's more of the same bullshit. So, I mean... In a way, you know, we really only have nobody to blame but ourselves for, for the mess that we're in. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, another issue like with us, like, you know, growing your own food or having your own livestock and things like that, one, has gotten expensive. Two, they've created all these different laws um, and these regulations that make it harder to do so. There shouldn't be any laws that tell you when you can hunt and gather. And then people are like, oh, well, this is this because you know, if you're not doing this with these animals, they, the, the people can need to be responsible with what they're, what they're getting and they're hunting. But there's a whole lot of food. There's a whole lot of animals out there, and they're, and they're out here killing all of them and, and taking, they're cutting down their trees and their homes. Some of they love the environment, but they're growing, throwing pavement in crazy cities where they're throwing us all in these little boxes, and, we're, and, they're, and they're putting thousands of us in these apartment complexes, and then you have no privacy, and these apartment complexes are making all these rules and telling you that you have to have, you have to have, um, you can't have a certain breed of animal in there, you can't have this, you can't have that. And then, then they can all, like, jobs and these places where you live can just, like, dig in all your history and all your business. Like, there's no privacy. We can't even go to the grocery store without being on camera. And oh, it's yeah, like, oh, just in case someone robs you, robs the store, well, what about all the other people in here who, who have privacy, who want their privacy that aren't robbing the store? There's no privacy anywhere. You can't go anywhere without being seen somewhere on a camera because of because they want – this is the whole thing back back then – they had the Brits everywhere, but they were they were talking and they could see with their eyes. But now we have cameras everywhere. They're, they're listening to your phone conversations. And oh. I will always say that we should be we should be have a, um, a a peaceful resolution if we can. But it's not looking like they want a peaceful resolution. No, I think I think real I think realistically they want to force our hand. They want to. I think that they want one of the like I don't know if you've seen. Uh, I posted a video of it the other day. It was. Uh, uh, was one of those organizations walking down the uh, uh, walking down the road, you know, or road, um, marching band and everything, you know, ski masks on and all that. And then, you know, they all look like uh, that. The, the the they call themselves Patriot Front, the Fred, the Fed Fronts. Yeah. 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 It'll be so. It'll be some false flag bullshit operation. If anything, that'll get some something really sparked off. Like they're they've been trying that. They're doing it with abortion. This abort, this whole, this whole ploy with abortion don't have nothing to do about rights. Don't have, it's all about causing chaos. Mm -hmm. That's all it's about. It's all about causing chaos and keeping us fighting amongst ourselves to the point where somebody's going to snap. It's going to happen eventually. Someone is going to snap, and something bad's going to happen. Absolutely, I appreciate you, John, for coming up and speaking and dropping your gems. It's always a pleasure. Uh, yeah, always. And um, I'm going to get to the last three people that I see up here. I see Private John and Robert. We're going to hop into our closing thoughts because we are at the um, almost at the hour mark. 
So, I, like, again, I appreciate everyone for being here on the, the 4th to have this discussion because it's important that we need to, we need to discuss this, and especially on this day. So we're getting on an SEO uh, Google algorithm, say to start looking up things with Independence Day, and if we pop up, we may be waking up some people. That's that's the whole point of this podcast. It's a tool to change some things. But uh, Private, go ahead. Yeah, the only things we can really do is, uh, I don't know if you know what Parabellum means, a Latin meaning, it means prepare for war. It's not like we're actually going to do it. Just get ready, you know, do whatever you can do. Build a community, get your sheriffs in line. That's why I'm pushing this community stuff. You know, you got to get your sheriff, a good sheriff in there. And a couple things that I don't know if everyone knows, but when you interact with police, whether it's, you know, uh, stuff's going down, shit hit the fans about to happen, or some tyranny, some real tyranny's going on. Uh, and, and with police, and I'm not saying do this now, but be aware of your surroundings. If stuff is going down and you got some tyrannical police like real tyrants and they're going full bore don't be afraid to defend your life with with lethal force uh but but be very aware of what your surroundings are don't be doing this you know if they're if things are still fine uh while while the if things are still fine make sure you record the police make sure you know your fourth amendment you know i don't speak to police I plead the fifth, whatever you want to say, and they need a warrant. And they cannot extend the cert- the stop uh, to get a uh, illegal search, such as like a dog. Like they say, you know, they want to search things, they think there's drugs, whatever. They got to get a dog. They cannot extend the search. They have to write you a ticket and let you be on your way. Uh, another thing is that they have to have reasonable, articulate suspicion of you're about to commit a crime, had committed a crime, or uh, I forget the other one. Or it's it's really specific. They have to have that information in order to search you based on some description they got. They can't just say, oh, it's, it's a black car, you know, with a driver with a baseball cap. And you don't have a baseball cap. You know, it's very specific. They can't just search you because you're in the wrong area. And the reason I'm saying is this is... Right before this stuff does go down, if it does go down, there will be some real tyrannical cops that are going to mess with you. And don't be afraid to defend yourself. Make sure you know your rights while things haven't hit the fan, per se. Make, sh- make sure you deny them, you know, to search your vehicle. It's very important. And you make sure you know, because it is backed by the Supreme Court. Uh, they I forget the actual case, but I, I know it's out there, and you just got to know your rights, defend them, and make sure you're always reporting the police. And uh, it's just really important these days and that people just don't understand. That's just kind of off topic a little bit, but I think it's useful. It is useful, especially in these times, because it's, in a sense, it's, it's not really that off topic because they had the British acting as police and then going through and um, looking for people and just going in there without a warrant and going through people's property and destroying their property, looking for things, and they do that today. So that's actually a good thing that you brought that up because that's another example of our um, freedoms and liberties have been shit on. But thank you for bringing that up. That's a great point. I actually wanted to bring that up, but I actually kind of let that slip my brain. <laughs> but, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. We're going to go ahead and get to – we're going to go ahead and get over – 
I would, but I would, but like I want to get to the other two, and I'm not for sure how long they're going to talk, and we're already over the hour mark. Um, but let's go ahead and get over to John and then Robert. We'll be back tomorrow again at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We do have a, a special guest coming on. It is going to be – I have a couple coming on this week. Let me double-check which one's coming tomorrow. Tomorrow is Will uh, Kaplan. He's an artist. Um, he he calls himself a rebel, so kind of interesting to see what his perspective is on some things. And it looks like he's in crypto as well. So – um, he's coming on tomorrow, and then the day after that will be um, an attorney, an immigration attorney, who will be coming on. Um, and then Jeff Charles is Friday, and of course, you have Shaka on Thursday. So I appreciate that. Let me go ahead and get to John. Howdy, John. And then Robert, what are y'all's closing thoughts? Hello. Yeah. No, I wanted to echo kind of what I was going to say the same thing Private was mentioning because. Uh, you need to know your rights, but you need to know, you know, I mean, you need to make sure that your kids and others know their rights, too. Like, uh, you know, I've, I've always instilled in my son to know his rights. Like, if he does get stopped, you know, you, you, you do not have to grant permission for the police to search your car. And that came in handy mm-hmm. one night. You know, this was like a few years ago. And we were celebrating his birthday. And, you know, he was obviously profiled. He got pulled over by by a cop and the guy was just acting belligerent to him and he wanted to search my son's car and my son said no i don't give you permission to do that and he started calling me and he, and he knew i was going to be pissed because i was going to be racing down there to confront <laughs> and uh and you know he told the police said look my dad's on the way uh and i'm not giving you permission to search the car he knows that he taught me that you do not have permission and you cannot search my car because you don't know if the guy's going to try to plant something or what right and, right. uh, and he said the guy got real pissed and he said some words and kind of shouted and then he just got in his car and drove off, which was weird. Right. But, but, uh, but, you know, that stuff happens all the time, but yeah, you're, you're right. People do need to know their rights and, and, uh, you know, when they're confronted, they need to let the, uh, whoever's, you know, stopping them, you know, like whether it's the police or whatever, that they know that they know their rights. And, you know, if they want to search your car, you say, no, I, 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 I don't give you permission. You want to go get a warrant, you get a warrant, but I do not give you permission. And, uh, and, and you know, they can't, they can't do that. And, and like uh, Private said, you know, that's, that's law, and they can't be, they can't be, uh, they can't be violating that. By the way, um, you know, during the show, they, they did capture that guy in Illinois, this uh, Robert Primo, I think his name was. And mm-hmm. you know, I told you that he's probably going to fit a profile like everybody else. And so far, what we know, though he's in his early 20s, I can't remember if he's 22 or 24, and, and uh, he lives with his dad and his uncle. And uh, he was also known uh, as Awake the Rapper, whatever that means. So, I mean, he's, it looks <laughs> like he's, you know, gonna, he's going to fit the profile like all these other losers that, that are just looking to – you know, for whatever reason, you know, they, they just, but you know, if they, if they find, if, again, if it, if he's on drugs or something, I'm just going to snap if they want to go after guns again. And, uh, cause this is baloney. We got to hold the, uh, big pharma accountable and, uh, the people that are really causing the problems and, uh, it's not the guns. It's, it's other things, psychotropic drugs and things like that. And, uh, the, the other thing I wanted to mention real quick too was, uh, you know, people are, you know, always talking about anti-capitalism and what big corporations do. Big corporations and oligarchies and monopolies and that sort of thing cannot exist 
without government to protect them from competition. And right. you know, that goes back to the days of Rockefeller, that goes throughout, you know, all these, you know, the, the, the so-called robbers. They all figured out how to do that. And that's not capitalism. That's, you know, fascism or whatever you want to call it, but it's not capitalism. Capitalism where there's pure competition, people don't get that yep. big. You know, it's, the, it's like the innovator's dilemma. Something better comes along and and they never get that chance. But but a lot of these corporations figure out ways to protect themselves. And, and uh, you know, it's like we had that discussion on hemp. Why isn't hemp used everywhere? Well, it's because, you know, like DuPont and people like that don't want the competition. People put, make all their clothes and ropes and things like that out of hemp because it's much better. So uh, yeah. that's what we got to realize, too. And so those are my comments. I'll be real quick because I want Robert to be able to get on as well. I appreciate that. Those are Thanks, good Don. points. And, yeah, of course. And thank you for giving that um, example, too, what, what happened with your son. And like we had said on Shaka's show, um, it was, I'm not for sure if it was Shaka or another another listener, Y'all got to start suing these individual police officers who are doing this. They did take an oath to office. Regardless if that was how they were trained or not, people are suing. Like, they do the whole suing things um, in other ways. But they want to sue the, the police department with the whole George Floyd thing and, and then do all this that they're doing. Then you guys got to go after these police officers who are infringing your rights. At some point, they're going to probably not have anyone who wants to work from anymore because they're over here trying to enforce them to, to, do, um, to enforce unconstitutional laws. And then do all these things that can put their lives in jeopardy. So then their their pockets are going to be hurting. They're, they have families too, but so do you. And they, they know that when they pull you over for things that don't make sense that are not legal. But they've been trained that way. But we can change the train the cha- um, the training in those departments to where they actually do operate that way. That I think that we can have a better government system, a better community. But until then. Um, I don't I don't see it uh, changing too because they're not elected officials. The sheriff department, the sheriff is elected, but these PDs are appointed by your guys' um, city governments. So, but, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, the thing is, though, you you know, like you said, Donnie, you know, you got to know your rights and you got to be prepared to confront. You know, if, if you're you, you know, like if they say, you know, if they start searching your car, you say, look, I don't give you permission to do that. You cannot do mm-hmm. that. That's against right. the law. You got to be. You got to know your rights so you can confront and say, "Look, yes. you, know, you can't do that. You don't have permission." You know. So, yeah. Absolutely. All right, Robert. What are your closing thoughts? Robert. Yes, I'm here. Sorry, oh, I was dude. Your stopped. volume is so loud. Like I had to turn my phone down every time you. Sorry. <laughs> It's Sorry. Like, your, like your voice is huge. It just goes through the speakers and punches me in the ear. <laughs> Look, I, I'm sorry. Audio <laughs> is getting all my nerves anymore. I can't regulate a goddamn thing anymore. It's always <laughs> either too loud or too soft. And uh, but you know, uh, you know, the first thing I thought of when when he when the guy was just talking about cops is Tupac's song. I don't give a fuck. Off his Tupacalypse album, still still one of my favorites. I used to I used to turn on Radio Los Santos and GTA San Andreas just to just to hear that track, you know. But but people, dash cams are your friend. They have dash yes. cams. Yes. They have they have dash cams now um, that 
that can re- that can record the front and the back of your car. So so I would very much suggest you if because and there's and money's not an excuse because if you can afford a Galaxy or you can afford an iPhone, you can afford a dash cam. So I don't want to hear any excuses about money because I know how I know how expensive phones are. So so that's uh, I think because because recorded evidence is going to be some of your best evidence to protect yourself. All right. Thank you so much for coming up and closing out in some flames. We're going to go ahead and close out our anthem, you guys. Uh, like I did say earlier, the website has been updated. I did a lot of work on it this weekend and a lot of yesterday. Hell, uh, Robert, I, I actually we were supposed to uh, watch um, we were supposed to watch the Son of Liberty thing together, and uh, like on um, a watch party thing, and like I was so like into trying to like get that website, I had my frustrations. I'm like Robert, I'm trying to do this and it's not working. So like y'all, for real, it looks a lot different. Go and check it out. I have a few things I saw that need to be tweaked on there still. But it's updated. I'm actually um, I'm adding groups to the community section on there. So wherever, whatever state that you're in, um, you can I can just let me know that you want one for your state, and I'll let you like add be an admin for your state in that area. Because I have the national state one up for everybody. But if you're like in um, Texas, like John, if you want to do the one in Texas, you definitely can. Or if you're out out in another state like Maryland or. Um, Delaware or California, like we set your own up. It's our groups for the constitutionalists. So when they do try to kick you off of Facebook or something, you still have that group that you've already been growing. And you can actually set up events too. Like you guys can do events in person, like a meetup, but you guys can all do it through the website. So I have that set up. I uh, don't have the groups for every state up yet. Um, but as I get re- uh, requests for your states, so you can be the admin for that group, I'll add them up there for your state so that you guys can start doing this stuff in the community and do things together. I still would say anything important that you need to discuss privately, you can, but you guys all will be in that one spot, and you all can all exchange information locally. So that's my other, um, like I said, I want this um, podcast as a tool. My, the website is a tool. Um, for us to come together and, and fix these issues. So the groups, if you ask me, you send me an inbox that you want to admin a, a constitutionalist group in your state on the website, just let me know. Um, it is going to be in the community uh, section. You're in, you're in Texas, Christopher? Cool. Uh, God bless America. Okay. All right. And the oh, and privacy said um, also... They can lose their qualified immunity if they know that they are doing is a violation of your rights. Yes. Yes. And he said, also, I'm working on the issue that's stopping payments for your tip. Oh, yes. Oh, actually, I actually did not remember to ask y'all for tips. You again, tip if you would like to, you guys. I'll just throw it in the um, description really quick if you guys want to tip today. But I would really like to make sure everyone's on the website. And if you're in your state, please uh, go ahead and um, ask about the group stuff so that you guys can have the constitutionalist groups going because we're going to be a lot better off across the country together, working together, if you guys have your groups to find these sheriffs and to do the community gardens and things like that. So, um, yes, check that out on the website, www.notpoliticalproperty.com. 
Uh, Robert, you took your mic off. Did you want to add something before I, I uh, close out real quick? Yes, I, I actually did. I, I think it would actually be more effective if we split it up by region, like, say, northwest, southwest, midwest, northeast, southeast, because, because, uh, uh, because, for example, D, the the Washington metro areas are referred to as the DMV, DC, uh, Maryland, Virginia. I know New York has like a tri-state area, which I think is New York, New Jersey, and something else. So um, I think it would that that's just an idea. Gotcha. I, I think that's a cool idea um, as well. But like when I'm trying to look at the more like local, your city and county area, that's going to be kind of off for the community stuff locally. That's more maybe when we're trying to do something national, possibly. Um, but yeah, the, the, the group idea, too, like I said, I was getting ideas because kind of think about how the Patriots were operating back then, too. They weren't necessarily like all the all the 13 colonies were not all in one accord at, one, at the same time. It, it took it's like, it took time and, you know, it took what was going on in particular areas for people to actually really stand up and be like, okay, enough's enough. So, yeah, but that is a, that's a good idea. Maybe once we get bigger and we have more people that volunteer, we can do that. But I guess for now we can, we can do States with the groups and then eventually you can probably branch off. Like we're not Facebook big because you know, there's, there's uh, groups for cities and Facebook, but you know, we can possibly start growing those that way too. But again, you guys, I do appreciate y'all for coming in and joining the conversation and, you know, we're speaking on what's been going on about the past and what's going on now. But we'll be back tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. We have the shows Monday through Friday, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. God bless you guys, and bye. Maybe. Come on now. ...created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown, that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property, be free.